1: And now here's your host, Mari.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to the Aha Moments radio show for the inspiration, education and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari and happy 2015. I know it's like it feels like it's This year has been around for quite some time already, and saying Happy New Year is uh, a little old now, (laughs) since we're already almost to the 15th of the month, but today is our first show of this new year, and I'm very excited to be back. I needed to take last week off, because I worked through the entire holiday on getting my manuscript ready for the publisher, and now that went out last week, and I needed Uh, a little break (laughs) so that I can rev my engines and recharge my batteries and get some clarity. And here we are back again today. So uh, we have some great new things developing for the year, lots of new directions, lots of fun, exciting expansions, and I'm I'm really excited about what seems to be unfolding quite nicely. And um, for today's show, we are going to be talking about the question... Or answers to the question of what are you waiting for? And I'll tell you um, why this came up. I was actually driving uh, here in La Jolla, and I was whining to my guides, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, I don't want it, and I don't want it, and I don't feel it, and I'm tired. <laughs> and I just heard my guide come in really loud and say, what are you waiting for? So loud that I actually said it out loud. And I said, "I was like, uh oh." And they were like, "What are you waiting for? What is the matter with you? You have all this, you know, in front of you. What are you? What are you waiting for? Like, get on with it. Get on with it. You have all these opportunities. You have all this these resources. Let's go. Let's get on with it." And so, um, it kind of sparked something in me. One was it was the title of another book which I will be writing, um, and when I started to think about it I was I started to really think about the little nuances, the little you know, markers I was using to before I was gonna sit down and, you know, write, you know, my last few chapters of the book. Um, it was like, Well, I think I need to go grocery shopping. Well, I don't know, maybe I need to clean the house. Never the house has never been so clean as it was when I was procrastinating about writing that book. And you know, there was all these excuses, well, you know, uh in a fight with my sister, well, now I'm not in a fight with my sister now, you know, I, oh, I'm, you know, I, I'm tired, oh, I'm hungry, oh, I need caffeine, oh, you know, there was so many things, and I really started to think about what all of us do to hold ourselves up and hold ourselves back from getting things done, and so I started to Go into my other little that I have that I very conveniently forget, and just I started to employ some of the the key things I normally use to get myself off the dime and to get myself moving, get myself taking action again. Um, and as soon as I take a little action, I get all kinds of things coming back towards me. So there's that saying I've said it on the past on shows in the past is. You take one step towards spirit, spirit will take a thousand steps back towards you. Now, sometimes when you're really advanced in this work, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like, you know, as an advanced light worker, for those of you who are listening, it feels like you've already taken all these steps and nothing's happening, nothing's working. But really what they're doing is building brick by brick this building for you, you know. So you have your foundation laid. And then now you're building the different floors. And if it's, you know, a hundred-story building, you got a few stories before you can put the penthouse on and turn the lights on and start to, you know, function and have people move in. So, um, you know, with such a long run doing what I do for the last 20 years, it's so, more like that. Like, you know, oh, come on. And um, I have to do more, I have to do more. But as soon as I kind of got over myself and started putting pen to paper again, started to move forward, all kinds of things started to flow in. And the emails started to come in and uh, the the calls and things and and the opportunities started to show up. And one of those opportunities was being um, on the cover of uh, the Sedona Journal of Emergence last month. And then that led to being on the cover of the Soul Life Times magazine this month. And so... Um, if you haven't seen it on Facebook, you can see the cover shot on Facebook um, on my my page. It's Mariana M. Cooper, and also at the Our Aha Moments International page. But you can also see it on Soul Lifetime Magazine's website, which is www.soullifetime.com, and um, you can uh, take a look there, my computer screen just like shut down I was like whoa <laughs> it just looks like it's back on now so you can take a look at soul com and uh and and check it out there it's a really great digital magazine and you can get a free subscription and we have teamed up myself and soul Life Times have teamed up and they'll be sponsoring our show this year so I'm very very excited about that and uh and a great opportunity and I'm happy that they're going to be a part Of uh, our community as well, so that's exciting, and you know, plenty of other things are swirling around. So today's show, like I said, is to really help you to get things going, and that, of course, is a New Year's theme. I've heard you, you know, tons of people talking about it, Um, but we're going to talk about it how to do it—not just physically, but energetically, because that's that's the that's the big part. That's the real big part. Uh, We'll also be doing a few readings tonight, so I see we have the boards filling up very quickly. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, um, the number to do that is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485, and we'll get to those in a little bit. So, um, okay, so let's get uh, talking about our content for today, and then we'll, you know, then we'll take a short break and then we'll get to some reading. And first things first, so the question, what are you waiting for? So if you close your eyes right now and you ask yourself, okay, question before you even ask, what are you waiting for is, what am I most afraid of doing that if I would do it, would absolutely change everything? What am I the most afraid of doing that if I actually would do it? would change everything. And that's a core question you need to ask, not just once, but very often in your life. You could ask it daily. What is it that I'm most afraid of doing today? Or if you want to take the word afraid out and say resistant to doing. So what is it that I've been most resistant to doing that if I was willing to do it would change everything? And write a list write a list of the top 10 things that you're most afraid of doing or most resistant to doing that you know that if you did them would give you opportunities that you cannot get without doing them. And this question has changed my life dramatically. And I, I lean on it. It's one of my core tools that I do to get myself moving forward because it is very easy to get caught up in inertia. And it's very easy, you can watch the news and have all kinds of excuses of not to move forward with things. You can, you know, talk to the wrong friend on the wrong day and have them kind of fire hose your dreams. And I've had that happen, you know, where you're all excited about something and they tell you you're stupid or they tell you you're, you know, pipe dreaming or, you know, they they don't listen or what, you know, there's a zillion things. Um, that can be very discouraging, can be heartbreaking, you know. And so one of those things on that list of what, you know, what is it that you're most resistant to that if you were, you allowed yourself to do it would change everything. One of those things is evaluating, first of all, who you're surrounding yourself with. I have made some very unpopular decisions this year on who to associate with and who not to associate with. And it doesn't mean that you have to hold people to some high standard of perfectionism, but it does mean that if your relationships are not nourishing, that you should probably reduce the time that you spend interacting with them. And when I mean nourishing, I'm not talking about breastfeeding here. I'm not talking about a one-way situation. What I'm talking about is a give and a take. And that most importantly, you feel like you're a better person by being in association with that particular friend or love interest or family member. You want to feel like their your association with the people in your world bring out the very best in you. And the day that that stops happening, especially if they're friendships that are rather extraneous, meaning, you know, it's not your mother or somebody you're, you know, blood related to. Um, you want to reduce your connection to them. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to throw everybody away. Sometimes you do have to, you know, really sever ties with certain people. But it is important that it's part of energetic hygiene that you surround yourself with people who you feel like bring out the best in you. And when you start seeing that someone's bringing out the worst in you, That is a really good way, a good, very hidden procrastination tactic. Because the more you interact with them, knowing that you don't feel good when you're with them, knowing that you're not feeling a sense of, um, you know, a a feeling of uh, feeling uplifted or a feeling of camaraderie with those people, they're now taking up space, valuable space, emotional space, mental space and worthwhile energetic space because now every time you get off the phone with them or you you get out of that email or you get out of that dinner meeting or that that happy or whatever you walk away with something to overcome you walk away with going over that conversation in your head over and over again reading that email or that text over and over again Feeling aggravated, going back and forth with that person in your head about what you'd really like to say and what and then talking to your friends about that person or your family members and saying, "Oh, you know how much time that takes, and if that's happening with more than one person, do you know how much energetic space that is taking so when it comes to you facing the things that you really need to face personally? To let go of or overcome or teach yourself or you know those things those harder things for your forward progression, um there's no room, and that's one of those keys a couple of those keys if I want to say the five keys to taking action of your best laid plans. The first is asking that question, and the second is evaluating your relationship. How are you spending your time, and if you're spending your time like that, and I know when I get real. Worried about something like that? Book was a huge thing. Like fifty thousand words that they required. Fifty thousand words. It's like three hundred and something, you know, double spaced pages, and it required a lot of rewrites and just thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of you know words and just exhaustion. It was just pure exhaustion. It was just. It's not fun to write a book. I did not. It was not fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you want to be, you know, all uh, what do you call it airy fairy about it but it's a very, you know, arduous task. It's fun when you look back and you see, you know, kind of closer to the finished product and you start to see the opportunity. For me, I see the opportunities that it will bring, you know. It's like puts all of your content in one place and um, you know that you'll be able to send people to the book now instead of having to explain, explain things over and over again and it'll help people and all that. So that part, you know, of course, is is delightful to think about, but the actual process, There's no question about it. It's like having a baby. You know, people all get all caught up in the little diaper genies and the little outfits and things. But those mothers, what they're going through in their bodies, you know, there's so much they don't tell you about, right? So um, it's the same thing with a book. Absolutely the same thing with a book. And it's a long, especially a traditionally published book, it's a very long process. And it's self-published. You can, you know, blast it out, you know, in a month. Traditionally published, it takes over a year. And so and there's a lot of hands involved and and that type of thing. So, you know, it's not an easy process. But hopefully at the end of the day it will be rewarding. The point is, though, that with all of that it's very easy My cat just brought his toy to the show. Oh, my God. Um, And he just dropped it by my foot. It's very easy to uh, procrastinate and to feel resistant. And then if you're like me, you can get pretty elaborate with your procrastination tactics, so that it all seems justified. It's going to really be that game changer, like the book. All of a sudden, gets put back on hold and doesn't get done. Um, and and or you know whether it or it could be your workout program, your exercise program. It could be your diet. It could be, you know, uh, looking for that new job. It could be, you know. Uh, tackling, cleaning out the garage, the basement, the closet, you know, whatever it is, you know, fixing your taxes or fixing your finances, um, all of those things. You know those things. You you have your list. So that's, that's a big uh, piece. Now, the other piece that I think is really important to note is when we feel we have to be perfect at something, that is a real turnoff when it comes to uh, actually taking steps forward. And and if you are extremely judgmental of yourself um, or, you know, I know being in the public eye as much as I am now, you know, you do get criticism. You know, you get competition. You get people taking your stuff and saying it's there. You get all kinds of crazy stuff that happens when you start to put yourself out there. And, um, and so there's a tendency to swing towards being perfect and then not wanting something to leave your hands until it's perfect. And quite frankly, that is a kiss to death, because nothing's really ever perfect. Can something always be improved on? Absolutely. There's plenty of books that I've read, and I've read thousands of books that I've signed typos in, or you just say, well, that was, you know, you know, that's the part where the publisher said, you need 50,000 words, and the author was like, but I'm done. I was done talking about this topic at 20,000 words. But they had to add in the other thirty thousand because the publisher said they needed them, so they pad the book. And you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay. I guess that works." And you move on to the next part of the book. So, perfectionism is um, can be a real block, and it can really slow you down. And one of the things you need to say to yourself is, "This is a work in progress." And criticism, because perfectionism is a fear of being judged and a fear of being criticized as well whatever criticism um, or judgment you're going to get, let's just say criticism, um, if it's coming from a reputable source then you have to start thinking about it not being a personal affront, you know, it's not a personal thing. Like, if the criticism is coming from my publisher, my editor, then I'm going to take it as a constructive approach because everybody wants the book to sell well, everybody wants the book to do well, uh, everybody kind of want, has the same goal for the book. So if it's if it's Um, criticism or constructive criticism from them, then, you know, you can deal with it. You can kind of go back and forth to, you know, because there's a whole battle of creativity and, you know, all those types of things and what you really want to say versus what they think you should say and all those kinds of things. But the point is that you want to allow yourself to um, sort of pick and choose who's opinions you're going to value and allow and whose you're not and you're going to kind of dismiss and not allow it to come into your space. You know, there's certain people who I know are extremely judgmental. They just are. They're not, you know, they're never going to be happy for you 100%. They kind of see their world through a vat of judgment and not through constructive support. Or they've just never done what you're doing, so they really don't have a clue what it really takes and they just want to kind of slog around and throw words around at you because they that's the way that they're using to distract themselves from the projects they should be focused on. Though when that kind of thing happens, you want to dismiss it. You definitely want to have your boundaries. This is energetic boundaries that we're talking about now. And emotional boundaries. You know, say, okay, you know what? That's not okay. Now I'm taking action on what I'm taking action on. I'm allowing myself to have, you know, the stumbles and to have the you know, the little trips and falls that happen along the way. And I'm allowing myself to be surrounded with people who are experts in the field. And um, and that's another key is to always surround yourself with experts who have already done what you're wanting to do and people that you really respect so that when the rubber, you know, meets the road, you can surrender to their judgment. When they say, you know... Um, this really needs to be this way because, in my experience, and you know that they've had success and a lot of experience doing what it is that you'd like to be doing or what you're learning how to do. Then you can surrender to that judgment and allow them to, to you know, you know, learn from their wisdom and from their hindsight. But if it's if it's something where it's just salacious, you know, criticism, no, and that's where you put your boundaries up. And it's very important to do that because a lot of times, and this is another thing on my list, a lot of times we slow ourselves down because we're afraid of what our inner circle will think, right? Or we're afraid of leaving others behind or we don't want to make someone else jealous or we don't, you know, there's a lot of other people's stuff that happens when it comes to us taking our own personal plans and and jumping followers. So those are things you want to take a look at. Now, the biggest tool I can recommend to you is your journal. And um, I say this often. It is so important, especially this year, if you do nothing else, make a pact with yours to actually take action this year on things and not just to intellectually listen and take notes, and then feel like you know everything intellectually. And every time you hear somebody speak, or teach, like, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah, yeah, I know that, tell me something new, tell me something new. Usually if you find yourself saying that a lot, you're probably not taking a whole lot of action. Um, because once you start to take the action, then all kinds of questions come up because nothing ever really goes in a straight line. Nothing ever really goes step by step by step by step exactly as someone lays out. Everyone, you know, who's kind of in this business of teaching and sharing these types of, you know, self Help-oriented, mind-body-spirit oriented, mind-body-spirit oriented, um, do-it-yourself or how-to, how-to types of topics, we lay out an, or uh, as organized a plan as we possibly can. But it's always to your energy, to your willingness to receive what it is you're going for, to um, your personal connection, to your to your consistency, to your resistance. It's always customized to you. So. It's really important to allow yourself to um, participate and to take action so that you can have good questions for these experts that you you know bring into your fold and the best tool that I can recommend for this is your journal. You hear me say it over and over again, and it is so important. I was saying to my private clients the other day when I was doing my private coaching session is that journal needs to be three pages every morning, needs to be your best friend, you need to you know bring that thing with you get a small enough one that you can put it in your purse or in your pocket or keep it in the car or whatever and when you get an insight you need to write it down and that's where you sort out things on that page handwritten now handwritten on the page makes all the difference in the world it gives your mental mind a rest gives you a place to to sort things out And you'll be amazed at the kinds of insights you'll get once you finish writing because you've given space in your energy, in your mental mind to receive support and help. So very, very, very important. Okay, so I'm looking at the time here. and We're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, um, I have a couple more points for you, but we're going to get to some reading. Uh, If you'd like to call in, you see we have quite a few callers. If you'd like to call in, please do so. And Sam will get you in the queue. He'll answer the phone and get you in the queue to talk with me. The number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back.
0: Are you living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions, but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, Go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
3: Step back in time to the very beginning before life as we know it existed.
2: Hello, we are back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we are talking all about answers to the question, which is, What are you waiting for? And we're talking about our keys to getting to taking action and getting moving on some of the things that you really want to do. So, uh, just to recap what we talked about a little bit in the top of the show, we talked about asking the right questions. One of which is what is it that I've been most resistant to doing? That if I did it, would change everything. What is that? What is that thing? That is like the big key. And we talked a lot about interpersonal things, and then we talked about the big, the other big key, which is the journal. So if you skip the interpersonal stuff, because that'll all sort of work itself out, and you just did your two core physical things that you can do one is asking that question the other is journaling and you want to do three pages a day um, each morning preferably even at night or do it twice a day if you can and and really start to um, have a conversation with yourself this is one of the keys to getting your intuition to really bubble up and um, Sam was talking to me on the break about several of you who are called in or waiting in the queue to ask questions about your career and it's interesting how the questions sort of um, cluster with certain groups of people. And I think just about everybody has a career question tonight, which is uh, uh, which is very interesting because normally we, you know, we have you know some career, some relationships, some health, some this that. But tonight it seems like it's all career and focus on that. So that's a good thing. That definitely is um, is is, is Saying that you're starting to focus on you, you know, and contribution. So, when you're thinking about your career, and I'll just take this first and we'll start taking your call. When you're thinking about your career, the first thing you want to do is shift your focus from job to contribution. So, when I, you know, think about what I do for a living, and I I'm very, very call well it a career because um, I left the, the sort of regular working world back in 1997, and I've always just, being an entrepreneur, you have all different projects, and you kind of can change gears and be fairly nimble, and so I'd never really think of it as a career. I think of it more as a business, you know, or different lines of business kind of thing, so I guess overall umbrella career is would be entrepreneur, but when you are thinking about career or, you know, being an entrepreneur, the question still stays the same, which is how can I be a contribution? What contribution can I make? And that changes everything because it takes it off of you and puts it on to, and it gives the universe permission to show you where you're needed. Because the universe can see your guides, your angels, and the group consciousness, the universe can see ahead of you what who needs what you have. And if you are only focusing on your career that's going to, quote, give you a secure job or a secure paycheck because you have to re- live in, quote, real life and and um, you're going to do just what you can do to make money, the contribution level is so low that when you think it's secure, it's really not. And it's not secure because you're doing a bad job. It's insecure. It's insecure. It's insecure. Because, not because you're doing a bad job, but because you're not in alignment with it. What creates career security, job security, is alignment. And What alignment is, is when you're contributing what is needed and it makes your heart sing. So it's it's a combination of things, okay? And so if you are pursuing a career path, that you think you should do just because you've been doing it, then you and you're miserable. You might need to start rethinking that. Now, before I, you know, before you yell at me about that, say, "Well, I have to pay my bills and that's what I've been doing." Let's say you've been doing accounting for you know 10 years and you hate accounting. You've had it. You don't want to do accounting anymore. What you really want to do is, you know, get certified as a yoga instructor and have a yoga studio. But you're just starting out getting your certification and you're not ready to have a studio and actually make money from it yet. So what you want to do is what we call your best transferable skill. Transferable skill meaning your skill that you can transfer from industry to industry and it's needed in all industries. Like every industry needs accounting. You know, everything from the local grocery store to, you know, Apple to and robot, you know every everybody needs accounting same thing with marketing same thing with human resources same thing with different types of operations same thing with software you know internet stuff well, let's say you have you got you have to identify your transferable skills and if you are in limbo where you're building education in one area you're transitioning and you're kind of in that bridge phase. then what you do is you take your best transferable skills. So let's say you've been doing accounting for 10 years or 15 years. You take that accounting now and you put it into the industry of where you want to be. So instead of going and getting an accounting job at any company, you start to sort of try to narrow in, okay, well, maybe I can go to uh, a natural food company and do my accounting or a yoga studio and do my accounting or a you know, like a guy on entertainment, which is a spiritual entertainment company, and do my accounting. Maybe I can apply my accounting in the industry where I really want to be. That is going to give you uh, a, a deeper sense of meaning because now that transferable skill that you're kind of tired of now is your, what I call, low-hanging fruit. It's the thing that you can make the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least amount of education because you're experienced at it. And although you might be bored with it, you now can apply it in the industry where you're growing yourself up to be in ultimately. And that is where you start to feel a connection again and a contribution because you're contributing your accounting skills to the industry that you really want to be in. Very, very powerful. And that's what I did. My, my big transferable skill was marketing. and um, And so that's, You know, that was the easiest thing for me to do. It takes absolutely nothing for me to do marketing of all sorts Um, because I have an MBA in marketing and 20 plus years of marketing experience, and I'll cost many, many industries and just, you know, hundreds of clients. And whether that's personal marketing, because I did career management, helped people with their careers for many years as well, or entertainment marketing or marketing products or services or for big fortune 100 or fortune 50 companies or 10 companies actually non-profits all that i did all of that so when it came to doing this business you know one of my saving graces one of the reasons why i can go pretty fast and i'm still around is because i can do all my own marketing i don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars hiring people to write my copy and hiring people to sort out strategies and you know, hiring people to do my surveys or market research or any of those things, I can do it all myself. So I didn't abandon the marketing, even though I don't take on you know, you know, corporate marketing clients anymore. I transferred that skill into the industry that where where I could be more of a contribution, which is this one. So I hope that helps. Uh, when you know, we'll get into your questions now. But that's just in general for the whole group because I know once we get into the reading sometimes it gets very iopic around that one person and, and you know the conversation we're having with them. But for the whole audience, for all of you out there in our AHA Global community, this is the year for you to jump forward. This is the year for um, lightworkers and people who are, you know, I call them of the cloth. <laughs> Um To really shine, you know, a lot of us have been slogging along for a really long time. Feels like people don't really care about what we have to say or our products, our services, and it just feels like you've been collecting stuff and putting it off in Santa's workshop, waiting for Christmas Day. You know, like just just trying this and trying that doesn't work, doesn't work. This is the year where the masses are really looking, going to start to look for what you have to offer. And this is the year that you really want to allow yourself to, you know, kind of come out of your own closet and shine. And the most important thing you can do is to ask what contribution can I be and, you know, how can I use my most transferable skills in a way that's going to help me to, you know, align myself with where I can be the greatest contribution. Okay, so I think we are... uh, there you go. With some meetings Again, if you want to try and get in on the line to 347-215-9485. Okay, Sam, we are going to go with our first caller, and that would be Carol from Virginia. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hello.
4: How are you? Happy Hello. New Year, indeed.
2: You too. Happy New Year. How are
5: you? I'm good. I'm pretty good. Well, you know, good enough. <laughs>
4: okay.
5: Um, so, you know, my question is sort of a, it's sort of has two aspects to it. Um, I am looking, you know, just generally at an outlook for career because I'm re I'm reestablishing career. I hardly I don't really like to call it career because I'm more like you. I just want to cre- I just want to share my gifts and write my book, create, and also do some acting. So it's a it's a double prong. It's at two facets. But I've been out of the regular career world for so long and i know i get pretty darn anxious when i think about it so I'm, my two fold question is can you can you give me a, a sort of look-see snapshot of of this year cuz i do think good things can happen as i step out again professionally and when i'm when the anxiety just about bumps you know just about buckles my knees if there's any insights to getting beyond that
2: Okay, so, you know, career-wise, it feels like um, by April, they're saying by April, May, you're going to have, they're showing two feet side-by-side side. right now. It's like, one, it's, right now, I don't know if you ever took ballet, but they're showing um, first position where you have both one foot facing one way and one foot facing the other way. Like the left is going do left yes. and the right is going do right. And what you need is your feet to come together like Dorothy, clicking the heel three times, straight forward. So you're going... Both feet going in the same direction, so that process is really more of the, they're saying you have a lack of information about what it you know about the different opportunities that are available to you so right now you have to allow yourself to uh, to sort of tease out uh the one foot in front of the other steps um you have a tendency because you're creative to think in a circle and not in a linear line right and, I do the same thing. So you're thinking about, cause you can think big picture, then you have to kind of force yourself to go down into the granular part. And then you're like, but if I focus on this and I lose that, if I focus on that, then I lose this. And then you kind of spin out and then you just want to, you know, <laughs> go to the park and forget about all of it. So, yes. um, what they're saying is that they're showing is by, if, if you, again, basic, basic tools, the journaling, writing things down for you, mind mapping would be really good. Um, And allowing yourself to have one, like, version one of you, version two of you, and version three of you. You know, so, yes, you need money to support yourself while you develop, you know, know, acting and and some of the other things that you want to do, writing books, and those are more long-term things for success. Um, So that short-term thing is really what's going to be coming together between now and April. That short-term, when I say short-term, meaning the thing that makes you the money. That's Mm -hmm. more of that low-hanging fruit from April on then they're showing more of that creative, you know, kind of more of that creative expansive space where you can kind of go into more of the bigger long range projects. For right now though, I would keep those big long range projects on paper, playing around with the ideas as a kind of a respite, but for the this first, you know, quarter I would focus on finding work that's in alignment with, you know, your core interests. So that's You know, that's kind of the direction. As far as the absolute, you know, dread fear, that's because you're trying to control the outcome and be guaranteed what the outcome is going to be. And when you can't see it, you spook yourself. But that's just something that, you know, they're saying exercise will help a lot, you know, just keeping your body moving and keeping yourself moving. You know, the the big uh, quote, and I'm going to have to get on to the next person, but the big quote they're saying is you can't, it's very hard to hit a moving target. So, um, don't get yourself, let yourself get into a kind of a rumpled mess and depressed kind of a situation, you know, like where you, it's like you go, 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 and then you hit a wall and you're like, oh, and then it's like kind of like, oh, my God, oh, my God. My God. And then you kind of hole up and kind of get immobilized. Then you go, you know. But if you look at if you kind of rearrange how you're categorizing what you're doing, it, it's going to make more sense. That's why you have the anxiety because you're kind of operating on all things at the same level. So they're trying to help you to prioritize. First priority is your exploration of that that conversation I was just having that low-hanging fruit for your basics. Then your bigger projects, your acting, if you need more, you know, exposure, networking, and headshots and all that stuff, and your um, and auditions. And then your book writing and all that. Those are your creative things that's on the two different tracks. So you need to kind of tease that out. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's been a little bit of a help. Yes, yeah, thank you. Okay, take care. Have a great night. Good luck with everything. Okay, so next we have Cynthia and... Cin- cin- yeah. Yeah, Cynthia and Marilyn. I hope I said you right. <laughs> it's Cynthia. Denicia, okay, I knew yes. I was right I was saying it wrong. <laughs> I just I was hoping that Sam was spelling wrong, but Sam's like a writer, so he spells right all the time and it's me reading it wrong, so I apologize.
4: It's okay. <laughs> What's doing? Yeah. Let's do it. But thank you. I'm glad I got through. I never get through to you. <laughs> I called in super early this time just to make sure I got in. But um, Well thank I've, you for calling in so early. No problem. But I went on two uh, different job interviews—one Friday, yeah. one yesterday—and I was just uh, wondering, you know, can you what can I expect if you can see what is coming for me?
2: Um, I think the one on Friday, according to your guides, is better than the one. Well, is this for the same job or is this for two different jobs? It's uh,
4: it's a similar function, but it's two different companies.
2: Two different companies, okay, yeah. Because they're saying the Friday one seems to have more light around it than the Monday one, or the yesterday one, this this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, though, I think you're going to get both offers, but I think you'll be happier at the one on the Friday, whatever the one was happening on Friday. Mm -hmm. But also with you... Uh, you're kind of logical about how you're approaching things, which is fine, which is good. Get one of these solidified, whichever one you decide to go with. You're not going to really go wrong with either one. Um, but I think the Friday one, for whatever reason, they just keep. I just keep hearing Friday, 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 so the Friday one is better. Um, it once that kind of you know that air clears and you feel like you're kind of landed, it does feel like you are one of those people who has a much bigger broader kind of a a scope to you Um, they're saying you have stories to tell so I guess that's like more writing or speaking about
6: things and they're also
2: showing children okay so they're showing children as well I don't know if you were thinking about writing children's books or anything that has to apply to young adults or young adult literature but it feels like you have stories Um, there used to be many many years ago probably before you were born a show on television I think it was on mtv and it was kind of like um, where they would have these rap sessions. I forget what it was called in it. And they, you know, it was kind of moderating young people like a conversation between young people about various topics that would come up. And it was really, really popular show. And it, it feels like you, you're able to do something on that line. And it could be with adults, but it feels more like young adults. But you have like a lot of experiences and people look mm-hmm. up to you, you know. So that writing of yours is actually going to be a cornerstone to some bigger things. If you don't already have a blog, you probably would want to have one and start, start from there.
4: <laughs> okay. Your blog feels like it's going to doing. Yeah, I'm kind of just so, playing around with it. I'm not, you know. Yeah,
2: but. take it more seriously because it feels like within this year you could definitely get sponsors for it and, like, you know, start getting yourself educated. I guess that's mm-hmm. what they were meaning about, um, you know, Yeah, this job is okay, but you have a much bigger creative plate. And so your next education is making sure you go to, like, the big blogging conferences and seeing what people are really doing with the back end of their blogs and how to monetize them because it feels to me like you're going to be very successful with that. So I hope that's helped. I have to jump off to the next person, but I hope that's helped. Wow.
4: Thank you so much. Really appreciate (laughs) that.
2: You're welcome. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Take care. Have a great night. Okay, um, next we have Laura in New Jersey. Hi, Laura.
4: Hi, thanks for taking my Hello. call. Hello. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? I am looking for work, and I was wondering if you're picking up any time when I might get an interview and find that job. The word that just came in right away was February. So um, it feels like you should have
2: how many applications have you put out? I'm hearing the number fifteen. Have you put out a lot of applications, or
4: I put them out, yeah, as they come along. You know, I'm looking for either permit or contract work. Yeah, it feels
2: like February. It you know, and, then, and I'm hearing the number 11th. So it was, it, it's probably you know, like around that February 11th time frame that you'll hear. Like the whatever that opportunity is that's sort of showing itself then that's the one to go with, but it doesn't feel like you're going to be waiting much longer to find work for sure
7: can
4: Can you ask them i've i'm I am particularly interested in a two year contract that I've been- tr- nurturing around since November, and I just got called on Thursday that the company's ready to go forward with the position, so they were mm-hmm. going to make sure that my resume is in front of the client. Can you ask them if, they, if I'm going to get that two-year contract? Um,
2: I got the word yes. I don't know if you'll want it by the time you get it, but uh, I think it will be an option for you for sure. Great.
4: Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. Good. Thank you. You're
2: welcome. Have a great night. Okay. Moving on to our next person, which is... um. Patricia in Georgia. Hi, Patricia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks so much for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. What's doing? Okay, I am so, so ready for it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The whole month of December, I was saying 2015 is my year. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I am so ready to
4: bust loose. As you had put it, <laughs> and I am a, a spiritual practitioner, so mm-hmm. um, I'm
2: just you know everything that you have been saying since you started talking tonight,
4: I, I have related to.
1: Oh,
2: good!
4: It, I really did. It really resonated. So, I like to know what is standing in my way uh what is my next step? I know my angels and guardians and this, the entire spirit world has my back.
2: And um what's next? What do I do next? Where do I go? And when am I going to just break wide open where um I don't have to look but people will be looking for me. Okay. You sound <laughs> You're like, "Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how what, how my whole life is going to unfold in about sixty seconds on the radio. Um, <laughs> I, I understand what you mean though, because I know there's that feeling of restlessness and like, okay, when is my break coming? When is my break coming? When is my break coming? And you know, I'll I'll be honest with you, those big breaks that we search for because I you know I I've, I've been doing this for a long time, um, uh-huh. they come in much smaller packages than you think. So, and they're usually, like, what you think would be one big break is about 20 little breaks. And then mm. something gives way. So, what I would start to pay attention to is the small things. So, and and going back to asking those questions, exactly what we said at the top of the show, you know, what is it that, if you did it, you know, what is the thing you're most afraid to do? Because what they're saying is you're not taking enough action. And action mm. as an organized action. And looking at all the things that you offer and, you know, sometimes you've outgrown the way that you're practicing. What kind of um, business do you have? What do you actually, you know, Well, do energy healing and I do channeling and chanting and I also do spiritual artwork. Okay. So you, you're one of those um, multifaceted, multi-talented light workers who's not like one brand, right? So oh, oh, well. Definitely, definitely. So, what you need to do is to create the version of you, the Patricia, that everybody can say, "Oh, you know, she, her, she has a, she has an overall identity." So you're like dabbling, but not really approaching it from an enterprise perspective. And that, a lot of white workers do that, you know. Um, I have I happen to you know, I know a lot of people like that I have a lot of clients like that because what you start doing is, oh, you try energy healing. Oh, that feels really good. Oh, yeah, maybe I could do some channeling. Oh, that feels good too. Okay, well, somebody will pay me for this and somebody will pay me for that. But that's not an enterprise. It's very hard to create, you know, a very sustainable lifestyle from that when you approach it that way. So now it's time to take it. You've done your dabbling. You've done your exploration. You've done your, you know, you've proven to yourself that you're capable of doing these things. Now it's time to give it a story, to give it a flavor, to make your you stand out as an entity not just as a practitioner and mm-hmm. so like um, like I have aha moments international and you know and the international radio show host and uh, you know I have this whole like sort of movement that I've been developing so if it was just mm-hmm. mari the psychic reader or mari the you know I have a zillion certifications doing all kinds of things it would be very confusing for people you know and it's a mm. and it's a work in progress because you sort of shift and change gears as you go and and mm-hmm. you start to say, "Okay, there's been a lot of things in my career in this career that I've decided I don't like to do, so I just reduce myself from doing them and I say these things I love to do, and I go in that direction so I know for me, going into a bigger media space, television, you know syndicated radio books, you know product lines that kind of thing is more of the direction I want to go in. So, getting that book done was huge. Like it was the thing that I was resisting, but it's the the gateway to that world. And since I did that, it's been on magazine covers, and now I have, you know, TV auditions and all kinds of agents coming to me and all kinds of different things because um, I I may, I, I cross that bridge. So that's what your next step is, for you. So and that big breakthrough that you're looking for will come from those smaller steps. So what I would I I know it sounds very like it, you need that moment. You're looking for that rah rah, that momentum, that kind of cheerleading energy to sort of say, mm-hmm. Okay, boom, I'm gonna one day I'm gonna wake up and I have this big crescendo and it's all gonna be okay. And it kind of doesn't work that way, trust me, because I've been waiting for that for a long time. <laughs> um, it really is like, if you want the house to be clean, mop the floor. That's really, you know, I mean, yeah, it would be great to like, you know, hire a staff and all that, but mop the floor than that. So the floor is great. You know, you like it's, it's a lot less work than you right you know, originally thought it was. So um will you have that big breakthrough? Absolutely, but it does feel like there's some steps you're skipping, the biggest step being that you need to create an entity for yourself. Like who are you? What's your story? And um probably getting some good solid business coaching would be supportive for you so that you can sort of put all your pieces under one umbrella and so people get it and they know that they're not just signing up for a session, they're signing up for a movement, for you, for the entity of you. Does that make sense? It feels good. I like the energy yeah. of when I hear you say that movement of me. That is pretty powerful. Yep, very powerful. I'm going to have to jump to the next person because we're running out of time, but I hope that's okay, been at least a little so bit much. helpful to you. Okay, okay thank you so much. Take care. Have a great night. Okay. Um, All right. Now we have Katie in California. Hi, Katie. Hello, Mari. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I love your energy. What part of California are you in? You're very happy.
4: Um, I'm just outside of Yosemite. Oh, wow. Yes, of course. You have good air up there. (laughs) Well, most of the time, but, you know, you are spot on with a lot of stuff. You have a lot of great insight that I never thought about. Oh, great. Good. What's your question tonight? (laughs) You know, Mari, I haven't known what I wanted to be when I grew up all my life, and I'm going to be 48. I still don't know. Right. I'm just so confused. So many things I'm passionate about, you know, spiritual things and, you know, the earth and animals, and there's always been really strong connections to a lot of that stuff, but... I just have never been able to find a job, and I don't like to use that. You know, job, it sounds so yucky, but it's – help, S-O-S, help. Um,
2: okay, so I think, I think, again, for you, the journaling part is a really big thing because you need to write lists, lists of, uh, you know, sort of teasing out and putting all your ideas down on paper – and then what you wanna do is rank them and literally you know, you're you're definitely one of those people who has like spins in the energy and loves being in the energy but doesn't particularly like to be in the mundane part of the action plan stuff. Like the, the actual step by step kind of like the last gal who's like, you know you dabble in this and dabble in that and that feels good and this feels good, but it's not you're not creating an enterprise so there's never that sense of of you know lack of a better word, institute of our industrial security that you need. So it feels that what they're saying is like having some sort of work at like being a buyer for a metaphysical bookstore or um, working, they're showing definitely like some sort of new age or metaphysical kind of a bookstore where you're more of a community liaison to all the different things you know how to do. You know, running events for that that type of an entity. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. It could be a big spa, like more of like a destination spa. It could be, you know, uh, you know a, a healing center or something in that line. But you, they're definitely saying you would be a very valuable asset being a buyer for something like that because you do have so many different ideas on so many different things and you're curious. You know, also potentially working for a holistic fair company or a, an expo, company working in those types of genres where they need people who get a lot of different things like you would be great to interview vendors for a holistic fair because you're so exposed to so many different things right Um, so I would start to think about the industry and then being able to apply instead of looking at that you know curiosity about so many things as a downside look at packaging that curiosity and all the information you've collected with that bringing that to someone who doesn't have the energy, time, or interest in doing all that exploration. It it would be a really great marriage. So I hope Uh that helps. I have to go because we have like 60 seconds left before the show ends. But I just wanted to – I hope that gives you a little bit of direction and and give that a shot. Then you can also call back in another time.
1: All right. Thank you, Ari.
2: You're welcome. Have a great night. All right, everybody. Well, you know what? That is, you guys, that's some really, really great question. We're going to talk more about this in the coming weeks because I think it's really, it's important. Alignment this year for 2015 is so important, not just because, you know, what you're going to give to everybody else, but the energy now, the grid, the energy. You'll If you read the articles I wrote in um, those two magazines, the the grid is ready, you know, and the people, the group consciousness, they're ready for what you have to offer. That's why... You know, we had so many of you lined up tonight to ask about your careers. It's because what's happening is when you're feeling a pull like that, it's because all the people who need what you're going to ultimately offer are subconsciously asking for it. They're yearning for it. They're yearning for what you have to deliver. So uh, give it some thought. Ask the right question. Write in your journal and go forward. And, you know, it's not all glam and glitz and rah-rah. Some of it is just real mundane, fogging it out, work. But at the end, you'll get the rewards for sure. So we will see you here, same time, next week, same place. with lots more good stuff in store. And we'll end, as I always do, with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, absolutely anything is possible. Take care, everybody. See you next week.
1: You've been listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com That's A-H-A moments with an S inc.com Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and Twitter at twitter.com/ahahamoments we can't wait to see you there